Well, that music didn't really have anything to do with the Declaration of Independence. But anyways, chapter 13, Declaration of Independence. Well, here's the thing about being a water molecule. Sometimes you just get stuck. It happens more than you might think. All it takes is one stagnant pond or one tightly sealed bottle. There isn't a thing you can do about it, but sit, wait, and hope for the best. You see, I'm pretty strong. No matter how strong I am, though, I still need a little something to help me along, at least every now and then. You've been with me long enough to know how it works. The wind can blow me along, or the sun can help me change forms. I rely on a lot of these things to help me. There is something else that helps me move from time to time as well. Maybe you've heard of it. It's called gravity. Now, you can't see it with your eyes. You can't hear it with your ears. You can't even feel it. But even if you don't feel it, gravity is very important. It is the force that pulls you towards the earth so you don't fall off. It is always pulling me down too. Sometimes that's a good thing. Sometimes it isn't. It happened one day when Thomas Jefferson was writing something at this state hall. I know, I know, he's always doing that. I wasn't paying much attention. I was just lounging on his shirt sleeve. Well, he dipped his quill pen in the ink. Suddenly, I lost my balance, and next thing you know, I tumbled right into that ink. No kidding! Good old gravity had done its job on me. Now I was swimming in ooey-gooey black ink. You know, I'm not one to stay in one place. I like to travel around, see the sights, imagine how bad it is when I end up spending months inside that inkwell. I thought I might escape when Congress wrote the Olive Branch Petition. Mr. Jefferson wrote part of that, of course. It was basically a document asking the king to make amends with the colonies. I guess they thought that old King George might sign that and the war would be over. Well, would you believe that those men signed that petition out of the wrong ink? Well, I guess it didn't matter to them which one they used. It sure mattered to me, though. I thought maybe the king would send something else back that the congressman would need to sign. Nope, he didn't pay any attention to the petition. I guess he was too mad over all the fighting. If peace could not be made, what should happen next? Some of the delegates thought that the colonies should declare freedom from Great Britain. As a matter of fact, more and more of the colonists felt that way too. By now, many of them had read things like common sense and better understood what was going on. I listened from my spot in the inkwell as the men debated about freedom. Both sides had their points, I thought. Still, I wish they would agree on something so I could get out of this inkwell. I had been cooped up long enough. They finally decided to take a vote, but not all of the delegates voted. Some of them had been told by the colonists back home that they weren't allowed to make a big decision like that. It was just too risky. The ones who could vote did. They voted to be free from Britain and King George. Did you know... What did, did they know what they were getting themselves into? They would be killed for sure if the army ever got hold of them now. They also voted to form a committee. The committee's job was to write up a document telling the reasons that the colonies wanted freedom. All the colonists would need to know, and so would King George. I knew one thing for sure. I wanted to be on that committee. From the way I saw it, they had a pretty important job. Besides, you might be surprised to find that dear old Munford here has quite a way with words. And maybe, just maybe, I wouldn't have to stay in this ink anymore. The men on the committee spent a lot of time talking it over. What should the documents say? Why did they want freedom? What else did they want? Once they had talked it over, they chose one man to write down all this, their ideas. 
I was happy to see they chose someone I knew. It was my red-haired friend from Virginia. You remember him, don't you? His name was Thomas Jefferson. Personally, I thought they might have been better off choosing me to write it. Still, I guess Jefferson was the next best thing. He did love to write. At least he took his work seriously. He spent a lot of time working on this freedom document. Whew, he must have been thankful to have that portable desk of his. It sure did come in handy now as he wrote draft after draft. He read a lot, too. He read what some of the other colonists had written about freedom. He even reread some things that he had written about it. He didn't want to write something new. He simply wanted to clearly write down what everyone else was thinking. I stayed right there with him while he wrote. I tried to yell a few ideas out to him, but I don't think he heard them. At least he didn't use any of them. Oh, well. When it was done, Jefferson's work was called The Declaration of Independence. The whole thing sounded a little scary to me. I knew King George wouldn't like it a bit. When in the course of human events, it began. After that, it was all a little bit over my head. Maybe if I weren't dripping in ink, I might have understood it a little better. There was one part that really stuck out. All men are created equal. I thought this was a pretty neat idea. No man is better than another. The colonists wanted to be treated fairly. It sounded like a good idea to me. Thomas kept that thing locked up in his little desk and was right there with it too. I guess if anyone tried to take it, I could stop them. If only I wasn't stu- well, never mind. I'm sure you're sick of my whining. The men of the Congress really liked the decoration too. Of course, they couldn't just say that. They had to talk about it. They changed some things. They took some things out. Still, the bulk of it was what Jefferson wrote. Finally, on July 2nd, 1776, the men of the Congress voted to adopt the Declaration of Independence. The Declaration that they solemnly publish and declare that these United Colonies are, and of right ought to be free and independent states, that they are absolved from all allegiance to the British crown, and that all political connection between them and the state of Great Britain is and ought to be totally dissolved. Whew, it was quite a mouthful, but it made things very clear. The colonies would no longer be under British rule. They had now officially formed their own government. It was more important than ever that they win the war. It was two whole days before Congress got around to signing the Declaration. They sure did take their time, didn't they? It was okay, though. One of the men from Boston, John Hancock, signed it first. He picked up the quilt pen, and his hand trembled a bit. He must have known how important this was. He reached over towards the inks. He dipped it into my inkwell. I grabbed on! As he signed his first name, I clung to the pen, then went with the ink. Right as he made the capital H on his last name, I went onto the paper. I was now a part of the Declaration of Independence. Mr. Hancock stepped back and admired his work. He didn't seem to mind that I was there. I was right, only right in the middle of his name. You wouldn't mind, would you? I was pretty proud of myself. I was right smack dab on a historical document, after all. Then I had a scary thought. Uh, could I get in trouble? Would King George hang me for treason? Being a water molecule, I don't think he could punish me in that way. 
How would he punish me then? I bet he would think of something. So I changed my mind. Sure, I was glad to be out of that inkwell. I just didn't want to be where I was now. I might even go back to the inkwell if it meant I could be safe from the king. What were these men thinking? They were risking their lives to sign a silly piece of paper. I wasn't sure it was such a good idea. Why did they do it then? All I can figure is that they really wanted to be free. They wanted a government that would treat them fairly. They wanted a government that would listen to their ideas. They wanted a government that they chose instead of a king who got the job by default. Of course, signing a piece of paper didn't make it official. To truly be free from the king's grasp, the colonies would have to win the war. That would prove to be no easy task.